we were like at our place there was it was like winter at some point and somebody had clearly like uh there's like a little like like take your dog out to poop in this fenced in area kind of space Mm -hmm. and somebody had clearly like left their dog in there like left the dog in the little dog park yeah like in the little like tiny like this room sized dog park and it was like it was it was winter. It was pretty cold outside, and it was a tiny little dog. And so we saw it like out there when we left to go to the grocery store. And when we came back, it was still out there. And I told him, I was like, "Okay, if it starts to get dark and the dog is still out there, then you can bring it in and do something with it. But until then, no, <laughs> yeah. because I was like." If I don't do anything, it might get hurt, and I don't want, I don't want my inaction to cause that to happen. So, yeah. So you kind of take a uh, law of robotics stance on animals. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's kind of where I am too. Like I won't, I won't cause any like direct harm to an animal. I won't uh, stand for like, like uh, purposeful mistreatment of an animal. But I'm also, like, not going to take an animal in and, like, house it or anything. Yeah. Because, like, <clears throat> like I don't like the idea of, like, I think the idea of, like, pounds and rescue shelters are weird because this is, like, like I feel like, I, I feel like we've got a problem before we've reached to that point. Like there's a, that that's a sim, that's like that's symptomatic of like a different issue of like bad dog owner or like bad pet ownership. So I would rather just like have like I would rather reduce the amount of pet ownership in the world than like have a bunch of people take on weird responsibility for animals that were mistreated, you know? Like we could just if we could just if we could cut cut the problem off at the stem, right? So that's spaying and neutering pets. Yeah, I, I suppose that's a that's like a that's a kind of a gross metaphor for that if you want to, <laughs> uh, but you know, and I I think if we just like made maybe made animal ownership harder to achieve, like like just you know casual pet ownership, I don't know, mm-hmm. like some kind of caretaker. So so more than just I have the. $75 to go to the SPCA and get an animal. Yeah. Something more. Yeah. Than like that. more than that, like some kind of dog ownership or pet ownership, like licensing sort of situation. Yeah. Where... That's never going to happen. That's because uh, that's, that's just one step closer to licensing to be able to have children and, and that will, and then that's when you're in like the crazy, like fascist eugenic state where, you know, you've broken that threshold of now, we the we the controlling government decide who is allowed to breed and continue on their, their yeah. lines. I mean, I don't really, I don't really like the idea of the government telling people who can, who can breed. But on the other hand, I like somebody. <laughs> You'd like somebody to tell people who can breed. I would like to have some kind of authority, like governing that, because man, some non-government governing authority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like yeah. like an authority that 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 people can get behind, mm-hmm. uh, that because 
but I mean that doesn't that's not a thing that exists. There's not like a so like a government that everyone in say a large nation recognizes as legitimate is not something people can get behind. Is that the is that what you're saying here? I th- I well I think in a lot of countries. So let's just I'm I'm just going to talk about America. Okay. Okay. In, in, yes. in America. In America, don't are, read you. Yeah, there are <laughs> in America. There are two. You know, everybody's got something, I think, negative to say about how our government runs. And uh, oftentimes those two things are in exact opposition. Uh, So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I I don't uh, I don't think I'll ever uh, there that will find a way to have like a common like governing body that everybody is like super okay with like i don't know i don't know that just seems like like no it's, it's far different. more likely to have a government that nobody's okay with yeah like north korea does it really well they're great at it <laughs> like yeah uh, yeah i mean there's a lot of there's there are there are a few countries where i think uh like somebody's got to be like Pretty happy with how things are running. Like, well, I'm sure Kim like, Jong Un is really happy with how things are no, running. No, no, I mean like the actual people, like not not the governing elite or whatever. You know, maybe Denmark. I was thinking like Iceland, maybe, yeah. but it's like no, super tiny. Country. No, Iceland is well. I mean, recently they were super pissed at their government, but they also kind of like overthrew it, didn't they? Didn't they have like a coup where they like kicked people out? They definitely did some radical stuff up there. Yeah, yeah, I'm not exactly. But all of those countries where, like, things are probably pretty good are, like, smaller than Wisconsin, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. It's, like, it's very hard to have a government like Denmark when, like, 30 Denmarks fit inside of Texas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I think America is just a really weird, uh, or just a really strange, compared to the rest of the world, just a really strange, like, government phenomenon because it is like this by comparison very large country that also has like country-sized other smaller governments that can like sometimes overrule the ruling at the federal level but sometimes on some things not and it's really weird Mm -hmm. but this isn't a government podcast (laughs) i don't want to talk about government anymore Uh, (laughs) or or animals or reading rights or whatever i want to talk about the important issues by the important issues, I mean video games. Right. Because <laughs> that's what this is about. And what celebrity video, what celebrities are playing video games? Uh-huh. Is that important too? Celebrity video games? No, wait. What celebrities are in video games? Or I don't know what I'm talking... I, I don't know what I was trying to say with that sentence. Like, I was thinking, like, what games... What, what games video games celebrities playing? are playing? Like, what is... Like, what video <laughs> game is... Uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd playing, yeah. I'm sure he's playing the the Marvel's Ant-Man video game TM. I don't think that's a thing. Probably but not. he might be playing That would be such a cool game though. Marvel Marvel's Ant-Man the game? Yeah, Ant-Man would be an awesome game. You have like Shrinky World and Big World and Tiny World when you get big. Like that would be a really cool mechanic. Yeah. To be able to like shrink and get huge and That sounds like Katamari. <laughs> no, Katamari is you just get bigger. Yeah, that's true. There's no shrinking in Katamari. Although I never you... played the second one. Did the second one have shrink and get bigger? The only really shrinking that I ever encountered was whenever somebody like bumped you and knocked some of your stuff off. Oh. I mean. Yeah. But, 
But it was always like once you got big enough that kind of like did that like boop 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 and like the world slightly changed. Like you never went back. I've never down leveled. Yeah. Well, because the whole I, the whole conceit was that you were making planets or out of out of junk or something, right? Star. I think you were making stars. stars. Yeah, you're yeah. making stars. Yeah. 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 Ant Man could be a pretty cool game. You can ride around on ants. And you could like shrink and enlarge other things too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, like as like some kind of like a sandboxy type game that would be ridiculous. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, you heard it, people. We need an Ant Man game. <laughs> somebody make it happen. Yeah, somebody get Disney on the horn and get like the people that made like the Spider Man Two game because that like as far as like Marvel based on like uh, Marvel IP to video game open world kind of stuff that one was probably the best. That one was really good. Uh, I think the swinging stuff was the best, though. Like the the being Spider-Man in an open world was the best stuff, or yeah. at least that was the best realized version of that. Even mm-hmm. the stuff that came after it wasn't as good. But I would say it's it's either like this the storyline, even though it was just like a straight up rip from the the movie, like that stuff wasn't great, and right? But it was the exploration of the city and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, it was the web swinging stuff. The stuff you that like you do for most of the game, like that was really good and really well executed. That guy, the guy who developed like the majority of the technology for that stuff, it made a is making a game about swinging around on stuff. I don't, I don't know if you ever heard about that. <laughs> no. It's not a Spider-Man game. Is it called Swingers the game? No, no, it's starring uh <laughs> oh what's his face? Tired Tired Eyes. Starring tired Vince now. Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, yes. Yeah. I knew you were, yes, okay, good. Uh, Vince Vaughn and and what's his what's the other guy? Uh uh the guy who directed Iron Man, right? Wasn't that the guy who was also in that? I can't remember. Oh. Well Who who's the voice of the red car in cars? Owen Wilson? Owen Wilson, yes. He was in that? Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. No wait, Owen Wilson they were in Wedding Crashers. Yeah. But I just assumed that he would also be with Vince Vaughn in Swingers video game i don't think their pair up was until later like later in life like that was mm-hmm. swingers wasn't that like one of vince vaughn's first movies i don't know he's kind of a douchebag so i never watched any of his movies okay that's fair so <laughs> but uh no so it's not swingers it's a game called energy hook i don't know if it's actually been released yet but there was a kickstarter and i think he might have got some money but yeah it it looked like hey remember i made spider-man and you guys liked spider-man um, so here's not Spider-Man wink, you know, like that was the uh-huh, kind of like, the, kind of like the thing with here's not Castlevania. Yeah. Here's not Castlevania. Here's not Donkey Kong country or Banjo-Kazooie or whatever that was. Yeah. Those were all the same game to me. Uh, what Donkey Kong 64 and Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. Yeah. Like I felt like all of, like three, I know there's lots of people that really loved those like 3d rare games, but to me they all were like the same game. It's just run around a 3d platformer that's not really as good as in as mario 64 and just collect five billion things it's bananas or it's banjos or whatever the hell you're supposed to be catching in those games yeah i don't think it was banjos but the dog was named banjo okay well whatever anyway yeah that yeah no i totally agree like those three platformers were all bad and i think the people who liked them i think the people who say that they liked them are like just have the thickest rose tinted glasses because they weren't good games. They were just kind of running around and like gather stuff to open a door to 
gather more stuff. So I, I don't know. I, I, and huh, yeah, they, they yeah, just weren't. I, I don't know. I remember we were playing Donkey Kong 64 and I think after about like three worlds in, it was just like, oh, this is literally just the same thing. Only I have to get more bananas this time. And I was just like, I don't think we finished. It was just like so boring. No. And I, I think that was the time that Blockbuster had their like, uh, video game season pass thing for the summer or whatever, where you could just get three games, like any three games that were available and just keep them or take them back whenever you wanted and just rotate stuff out. It was like 20 bucks for the summer. Yeah, it was awesome. We played so many terrible games that that summer. We pretty much rented every N64 and PlayStation 2 game that existed on their shelves. Yes. Aside from the like simulation sports or racing games or or the Yeah, we're not going to get any Maddens or any of that stuff. Yeah, or the ones that are like pool or something like. Um, <laughs> Although there was that one pool game for Sega Genesis that I still think was really fun. Side pocket. Yes, because you get like the super power up, and then it just became like a glass table, and you could hit everything in the hole in one shot. Yeah, because uh, the because our approach to to beating that game was hit it as hard as you can, and eventually it'll go in. Because they don't <laughs> they don't make you like call shots or anything. Right. There was like almost no consequence for anything you did in that game. Yeah. And that's why it was the best pool game we ever played. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I remember like a bunch of those crazy ones were like Fatal Frame, my, which I re- I insisted we get only because it said based on a true story on it. <laughs> yeah. And then basically yeah. that game was just a first person shooter, but instead of a gun, you had a camera and instead of people or whatever you shot ghosts yeah it was like a combination between silent hill and pokemon snap yeah except that you snapped the ghosts to death you like literally had to photograph them until they were destroyed yeah now if pokemon snap had been more like that like some kind of like big game hunter sort of thing that could have been more interesting big game camera hunter yeah shoot them until they pass out from the flash (laughs) yeah instead of heart attack and died from shock um yeah, I'm not exactly frame. sure what true story that was. I, I don't remember anybody's memoirs about. And then I photographed the ghost until it died. I don't know. There's like a dozen documentaries on Netflix about trying to capture ghosts on tape. Yeah. Were any of them killed when they didn't destroy the ghost with a photograph? Because no, that's what happened. No, nobody ever finds the ghosts. That's okay. the trick. Right. They just, re- they just they just strap a camera to their face and just completely overreact anytime they go into a room. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Um what else? We also rented uh Maximo. That was another like same day return. Uh Oh yeah. Cuz that was like based on Super Ghouls and Ghosts, right? Like, uh-huh. And it was it was just it was another 3D platformer collect the stuff only like extremely frustrating cuz the controls were not good and it was really hard to tell when you were in range to hit something and you would just die. Yeah. Yeah. The controls were bad. The platforming was bad and the combat was bad. So they're like nothing good about the game. So you just took it back. <laughs> uh, you died about as quickly in that game as you did in super rules and ghosts. And it was just as frustrating and not fun. Yeah. Um, oh man. It was other stuff. Oh, what was that one? I think we might've ended up owning it. What was the one where you like, where you were like, some weird, like, Japanese kid, and you would fight in the giant robot? Mystical Ninja, The Adventures of Goemon? Yes. Yeah. That one was fantastic. No, that one was... that. Yeah, I wish... <clears throat> I don't think we actually bought that, but yeah. We should own that. There's no reason we don't own that game now. 
Uh, you're correct. <laughs> yeah, there's no reason we should we shouldn't own that game. But yeah, that was a, an amazing game. Because that one was another platformer, but it had some actual hooks where you'd played as different people, and uh-huh. they had they all had special abilities. Like there was the fat guy that would shrink down really tiny to go on like mouse holes and stuff to get around the map. Yeah, and then I can't remember what the other people were. That was the only one I can remember. Uh, the main yeah. character had some kind of like turn. He kind of like turned Super Saiyan looking or something, and was. Was he like metal or something like that? I don't remember. But I don't remember. There was a ninja character, and I don't remember what he did. And then but none was of some, that crap really matters because there's the, some like samurai girl or whatever. Right, but that, that's that, none of that crap really matters. The most important part was that every once in a while there'd be like a really elaborate like transformation sequence, and you would get into a giant robot and giant robot fight things. Yeah, what was the name of that robot? Impact? Impacto! <laughs> yes! Yes. Was- dash, dash, dash! And he had his own theme song. There was a theme song in it. Every time you did it, it was this long theme song. It was so great. Yeah, it was a huge, like, trans... It reminded me of, like, uh, whenever we watched... I mean, it reminded me of every, like, giant robot right, uh, like, Japanese thing. But, but like, the, the the best I could think of was it reminded me of, uh, like, Samurai Pizza Cats. Like, that <laughs> level of just, like, super campy. Like, they know exactly what they're doing. <laughs> and, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That stuff was... That game was great. Yeah. And there was a whole bunch of like, uh, I mean, I guess a lot of anime does it, but like the weird kind of kabuki show, like, oh, you know, that kind of stuff throughout the thing. It was very Japanese. (laughs) And uh, whenever you'd like enter the, oh, they had like spas, like hot spring spas you could go to and like sushi bars and things. And like the same two people were in every sushi bar. So you had the like, uh, the little like waitress girl who would say like, uh, or whatever like that. Like <laughs> as you, uh, I don't remember if that was in you when you got in or when you left, but yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was so great. That was that was a very cool game. And then there was other giant robot fighting game. We got Zone of the Enders. Oh yeah, that one. Zone of the Enders. Um, and th- that one did they ever? I I heard that they were gonna make another one of those. So they they made two, and then mm-hmm. they were gonna make a third one. And I was watching, okay, so remember how we were talking about Let's Play videos. I was watching a Let's Play video of the HD collection, and the guy was saying that uh, the the third game got canceled after the poor reception of the HD re-release, because the HD re-release was just like, the, the performance was terrible on PS4 and Xbox One, and or PS3 and Xbox 360, yeah. But, so that like, that like, Poor sales from like being just a bad port made them like not um, made Konami cancel the third one. Wow, that's well, it's Konami, so no surprise yeah. they they cancel if they like the wind changes direction. Yeah, and now they're just not making video games anymore. As long as and uh, uh, if they're not pachinko machines or whatever, that's not a video game. That's a physical thing. There's, yeah. there's no video involved there. Yeah, but um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Zone of the Enders was good. Um, what else was there? I 
feel like there was there were so many that were just like like like, I, I, like forget return to the same day yeah there was a lot of return the same day which was good because like that's when you were like first started driving or whatever so we can just go and go to and from <laughs> the blockbuster be like nope this is crap nope um was that the same time where we rented we tried to rent devil may cry and then they gave us the demo disc that came with like resident evil code veronica that had like demo scribbled out in sharpie yes Yes, that's when we found out somebody somebody stole a game from Blockbuster because they they rent they clearly rented Devil May Cry, brought it home, replaced it with the demo disc that they got from a different game, and then sharpied out the word demo and returned it back uh-huh. to Blockbuster, and they were never the wiser until we clued them in. You're like because this? we were very disappointed. That yeah, like I think as soon as we put the game in, because like we didn't look at the the cover or whatever, the disc art, put the game in and it clearly says demo. And we're like, no, <laughs> no. And so we pop the thing out and then you can see like the little, you know, scribble marks of where it, it would have said a demo. Yeah. And I'm like, no, this is, this is stupid. So at least they didn't try to like blame us for that though. Right. But, um, well, we, that's why we told them too. It was like, clearly we did not steal this game. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, have you played any new games recently? Yes and no. Because okay. I am playing a new game, but it's an old game. Okay. Uh, I am playing uh, Star, For- uh, Star, Force. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic on my iPad. Which That's odd. Is that odd? How so? It just seems like a weird game to play on the iPad. It's actually not that bad. The uh, I mean, the only thing that was kind of that is weird with the game was like the movement because it was WASD controls, right? And yeah, but I mean, you basically you just swipe forward and hold your finger down to walk, and you you just you know swipe to look back and forth with the camera. So it's pretty easy to do. Okay, how do you use force powers and stuff? Uh, I mean. So when you when you target an enemy, they have like three um three different kind of bubbles over their head. Mm-hmm. And one is attack skills, one is uh force powers, and the third slot is grenades. And I think that's just how the interface was. Right. So it's like almost no work for them to have like ported it over. Yeah. Because what you do is you just you just if if it's got the attack that you want, you just tap on it. But if you want to change it, you hit the little arrow above and you swap it to the attack that you want. Yeah. And then you click it. I mean, I and I'm and the the same thing for using like support abilities or you know or med kits and stuff is the same thing. You have like a little dialogue on the bottom right hand corner that's got like the med pack or the heals, you know, the four skills that like you know healing or speed or whatever. Yeah. And again, you just tap it there to to activate it. Or if you want to switch from healing to shield or something, you just, you know, tap the arrow on top and switch to the one that you want to use. Hmm. So really, it's really easy to do. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that's kind of frustrating, and I'm pretty sure it's because it was just always frustrating, is stupid swoop racing. Isn't that just uh, like you uh, you move forward and you just move into the like boosters? Yeah, you have it's, to like it's hit you, all the boosters you, in a row. Yeah, you have to like 
takes slide left and right to like dodge obstacles and land on boosters. But then you like you have to shift. Actually, shifting is a lot easier in this game because you just tap to shift. It's like when you when you reach max gear, you you shift to switch to the next gear. Yeah. And but because you kind of tap by just moving left and right, you pretty much always shift at exactly the perfect moment anyway. But it's just it's just frustrating mostly probably because I hate swoop raising. Yeah, it wasn't a very it wasn't like a good part of that game. Yeah, and it's like you make so much money when you do it though. So it's like, "Oh, I have to." Plus isn't there there's like a whole quest line where you have to swoop race. The on the first planet like the yeah. the start of the game planet like you have to win the swoop race to to rescue Bastila the Jedi that's yeah. captured there. Yeah, so you have to you have to win a race once. It's just like Blitzball. You have to win it one time, mm-hmm. and then you can go on with the rest of the game and never address it again if you don't want to. Yeah. But, but then, unlike but, Blitzball, it's kind of important because there's so much money to be made. Yeah, especially if you like get your force power up enough or your persuasion, not your force, because uh, the huts don't work on uh, force persuasion. But if you get your regular mm-hmm. regular charisma persuasion up enough, you can tell the hut to like give you more money and stuff. Yeah. So. Well, that's the. Uh, I mean, that's the bounties. Mm-hmm. You turn in bounties to the hut. You can ask for more money. Who wants the? I thought a hut ran the swoop bikes on Tatooine. Oh yeah, I guess so. I haven't got to Tatooine yet. I'm still on a different planet. Oh okay. I think I probably went in like completely the wrong order when I was playing and went to like the hard planet first because there's not really like once you get off the first and second planets, then it's like now you can go wherever you want. And, I probably just went to totally the wrong one. I kind of want to go back because uh, they released that content update stuff for uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to go and play that again. Yeah, I I am almost certainly, when I finish this, going to go play Knights of the Old Republic 2 again. But I'm trying to play this game different this time because I always play like the stealthy sneak, you know, character with, I don't know. I, I try to be like the the, the, the stealth mage. Yeah, I always try to be the stealth mage. Mm-hmm. And so this time, my main character is. I started with like pure like fighter guy. Yeah. And I went with the, um, I guess the fighter version of Jedi when I got to that, as well. So the one that gets very low skill points and gets mostly gets a, gets extra feats and gets very. Gets like the worst like force po- points at each level, mm-hmm. so I'm trying that out. And I am staying in armor, and I am using lightsabers. I somehow ridiculously because at, part part of it was because I was just so good with them. But the first time I played this game, I got really really good in like the first planet with blasters, and. Whenever they told me, oh, now you're going to be a Jedi. And I was like, son of a bitch, I spent all of my feats on being ridiculously awesome at blasters. I was like, screw you guys. I threw the lightsaber in the trash and I continued to use blasters the entire game. Yeah. (laughs) So now you're actually like being a Jedi. Uh, Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I was the I, I was the awesome, badass blaster Jedi. Yeah. Because I would just never, force hold you and shoot you in the head. That never existed in the in the history of any lore of any 
of any of anything? You know, I it it's just hard for me to imagine an extended universe lore writer like being creative enough to like make a blaster wielding Jedi and not just like always go lightsaber with their Jedi that they make. Yeah. I had a Jedi I my Jedi character literally never touched a lightsaber. Yeah. Hmm. I finally finished Far Cry four. Um uh, which not by listening to the telephone call? Right, by like not not the easy way out, which is still the better way to go. And actually the ending of the the ending that you have to go through several hours of playing the game uh to get is like <laughs> The main, like the villain, or I say villain, but he's just the just the, an- the antagonist. The, the antagonist. There you go. Um, now you can feel less guilty. Yeah, the antagonist uh, even says, "Like if you had just done what I said and waited there and waited for me to get back, we could have just spread your mother's ashes, and that would have been the end of it." And he's like, "Yeah, I mean that's what you do. You just wait there, and then he comes back." and i'm like oh man uh but but yeah that it's so weird because yeah i've never i i've never played a game where you're part of some kind of revolution or rebellion or whatever and maybe this is this is so you've never played a star wars no 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 no. let me finish that sentence Uh, (laughs) like i've never i've never played uh a game where i'm part of this sort of rebellion or or, you know rev uh like uprising and felt like none of the sides were a good side to be on right like because they they have um they have like two two characters you can side with and like kind of get they sort of vie for position uh within the uh the rebel group and you they you know, give you like a binary choice. Like, do you want to be with the girl leader or the boy leader? And then like, depending on your, your choices that one goes into power versus the other one. And then the other one is either exiled or you kill them or something. And, uh, and neither of them are good options. Like they both are like bad in their own way because like neither of them are the option that I would have chosen to do, to go with. And then like, the third option of like the antagonist, like just doesn't seem all that bad by comparison. And like, he's actually a very like civil person when he talks to you, but he just happens to be like killing all of these people who are like informants for the rebellion and stuff. And like do, and like trying to like tear down like monuments and things as uh, an act, like, they see it as like an act of aggression, but like from his perspective, it's like trying to quell the uprising. That's like tearing his nation apart. And I'm like, I kind of feel for the bad guy in this one. Like I kind of like this guy more than these other two people that I'm spending hours and hours doing missions for. And like some things that he says are like really crazy, but everything that the other two people say is as crazy as when he's crazy. Right. <laughs> so he has sane moments. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like he has sane moments. These other two people are just like more uh, power mad than he is. Like, I don't know. It, 
They're, they're not like, we must do this for justice, for the people, any of that kind of crap. Uh, there, well, that's the thing is like, there is that level of stuff that they're saying, like, this is for my country. This is for the people who live here. Um, but that is just the, um, that's like the surface level motivation. And then there's the like motivation that they actually have. They're like, like, you know, their deeper agenda that they're trying to get, which is, uh, like their own, like personal, personal motivation, uh, for, wanting to gain power in the country and it's so so i'll I'll propose this to you maybe the guy that is the antagonist seems less bad to you because he's already got the power and so he doesn't have he's already got that so he's just in the keep what he's got mode he's not in the hungry to like get it mode and so that's why he seems like a little bit more easygoing and less of a dick Maybe. But I mean, these other people kind of it seems like they're like trying to get theirs and and then pass it off as being like noble, you know? Uh, Yeah. So. So anyway, at the end of it, I like was given the choice to like kill, kill that guy. And he he even says, like, you know, uh, you're basically the heir to this country. Like I was going to give you the country. It would have been yours, and I can still do that. And and so they give you the option to kill him, and I don't kill him. And he's like, "All right, like there you go, the country's yours." And he's but and he flies off in a helicopter, <laughs> and like that's it. And I was like, "All right, like that's kind of a cool ending too." I just wish I didn't have to like. But the other ending of like. <laughs> waiting around and then like hearing him out is a much is still the best ending. <laughs> and yeah. So I like maybe I guess um if like that has to be intentional, right? Like that they would like color these two rebel leaders as just both being kind of gross, right? I think well maybe maybe that makes you feel better about being the one that ends up in charge at the end. Because you're like, well, all of these people kind of suck. So, yay, I'm, I declare myself the lesser of four evils. So I'm the best one. Yeah. But I mean, had I like killed some, like killed him or like killed some of these other people that they wanted me to kill, like. Then I would have felt like the jerk, you know. (laughs) And so I guess, you know, they allow me to like not do that. And then I feel pretty good about it. And like. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I feel really good about being the jerk when I'm playing like Knights of the Old Republic sometimes because the options like the are so ridiculous when you choose the dark side options in oh, yeah. so many cases. It's so great. Like I just like like I'm I'm in this un- I'm in the underwater underwater like station or whatever and there's some people that are down there and saying like, "Oh, hey, you know, there's this Shark has gone insane and kill it is, is killing everybody. And so one of them says, hey, well, we've got this shark, this this bottle of bat shark repellent, except that it's instead of bat shark repellent, it's a horrible t- poison that just kills everything. And one guy's like, you should really use that to kill the shark. And the other person is like, 
Oh, but the only the only reason the shark's upset is because we're building down here. If you just destroy the building, the shark will be okay and stop trying to make everybody kill us. And so the other guy's like, "Shut up, bitch!" <laughs> He's supposed to make him kill the shark. And and uh, so you kind of have to choose one or the other. And clearly, the poison the ocean to kill the shark is like the dark side option in that choice. Yeah. But so then they basically just they had this conversation amongst themselves, and then they turn to you and say. Which one do you want to do? And the options are, I will, I, I'll destroy the equipment or I'll poison the shark. And then the third option is, I'll do what I want and kill both of you, which is just fantastic. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that because <laughs> that's such a dumb choice. What? Like, the it's so insane because it's like nobody does that. Like, who? Yeah. Would, that is so great. That's not like, that's not just like. A weird, like, Sith, like, dark side evil. That's just, like, a Cartoonish total... supervillain. Yeah, that's, like... Yeah, that's, like, a cartoon psychopath. That's what that yeah. is. It's, like, ridiculous. Because it's, like, like, no reason... Like, you get nothing out of that. There's, like... That's just killing for killing's sake, which yeah. is not at all how I see the dark side. Dark side is, like, you do evil stuff for an actual purpose, like, to gain power or... Or to get vengeance or something like I'm not just gonna like murder two people because they ask me to make a choice. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah that that option seems like or the options proposed uh, to you seem more like here's the sensible option, here's the not great option, here's the Joker option. Like yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> like why would you ever? Uh, yeah, but yeah. The and there's just there's just so many instances of that in the game. It's so great. Yeah. No, I definitely did a dark side playthrough where I either chose like I pretty much always just chose what seemed like the most ridiculous option, and sometimes that was like because sometimes they have a fourth option, which is the the comedy option, and it's not like light or dark side. Although I'm not sure how that factors in. Like it's just kind of like a stupid response. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah that. The Bioware games tend to be that heavy-handed with the good guy, bad guy stuff. Yeah, like even like because even like uh, the Mass Effect. Yeah, Mass Effect was like just like the same thing. Yeah, it was like like, it was like your commanding officer officer would like tell you something, and your options are like, "Yes, sir, you're a you're a fair and glorious leader, and I'll do anything you say." Or the other option is, "Shut up, I'll piss in your mouth." Yeah. It's just like literally that like ridiculous. Yeah. And 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 the dumb thing is like in order to avoid the bioware relationship status stuff with with other people like if you wanted to like no romantic relationship stuff to pop up with that person, you had to be the biggest dick to those people. <laughs> right, you couldn't be sympathetic to them at all. Yeah. Otherwise they would fall in love with you. Yeah. Just like in real life. You couldn't be like, "Ah, oh, that was a that was a good that was a good job you did there, Ashley." Without otherwise, he'd like start swooning for you. But and so instead, you have to say like, uh, uh, like, know. you failed because you're a stupid failure, <laughs> yeah. and I hate you. Yeah, you just have to make them cry. So <laughs> like, make everybody cry, and that's the only way you can avoid being in a relationship. Yeah, um, which that is true to real life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you're a horrible jerk to some, well, no, that's not always. Sometimes people like the, oh. you know, the the people that treat them bad. Uh. It clearly happens. That does happen. Okay, so Bioware's <laughs> got it wrong all the way around. <laughs> Just on all counts. Yeah.
<laughs> what they really need to do is just make it more like the Japanese dating sim where you just have to give the person you like enough gifts, but it has to be gifts that they like. It has to be purple flowers and not blue flowers because yeah. they don't like blue ones, but they like purple ones. Uh-huh. And if you give them just enough of those, and if you know when their birthday is and you give them a box of chocolates on their birthday, then they just totally swoon and fall fall in love with you. Yeah. Because that's how real humans work. Now that, yeah. Yeah, Jap- Japan knows what's going on with people. I always wonder, like, what, what courtship in Japan must be like, if that's what their video games are. Like, I wonder if, if there is kind of like a, I must buy her the purple flowers. And if I buy them for her every day, she will... She will accept my proposal. Or is it is it more of a like don't date robots sort of situation where <laughs> instead of <laughs> instead of actually like going out and courting real people, they just play these dating sims and like fall in love with their like weird anime body pillows. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been to Japan. I don't know what they're actually like. I don't know. They definitely have some really weird sex stuff, though. Yeah, my only, my only, uh, like front, like, like, uh, I guess my only experience with Japanese culture is through the media that gets over here, and a lot of that is like YouTube videos of their wacky game shows or their like crazy melodramatic video games and anime. Like those are the things. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So it's like, I don't know what those people are like over there. Yeah, but it's clearly, like, illegal for a woman to, like, say she likes a man in that country or something. Because that never happens in anything. (laughs) Maybe it is. Maybe it is. (laughs) I did find out uh, while we were releasing our our most recent, like, uh, like, while we were going through the ratings board for Japan, that I didn't know this, but using... um, a uh, mosaic filter is uh, will if if you use a mosaic filter on anything, you will automatically be put into the adults only rating. <laughs> so, like, even if it was just like to cover a face, like if you were doing like a scene from Cops or something in a mm-hmm. game, because a mosaic filter means that something either a illegal is happening underneath that filter, or b it is just pornography. Like it is straight up pornography. So, <laughs> so, so like it would be like, like if it, if it was like a face guy's mosaic, like if they were watching cops and they saw somebody's face with a mosaic on it, yeah. they would assume that he's got like a penis tattooed to his face or something. Yeah. Or his penis, his face, his face is, a is a penis. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Johnny Dick face. Yeah. Johnny Dick face on cops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wrestle to the ground. He's just like shirtless again. I wasn't doing nothing. I wasn't doing nothing. He's like, shut up, Johnny Dick face. And he's, yeah. How's he talk out of that? I don't know. Those are the questions I don't want answers to. <laughs> That's why they cover it in the mosaic, so you don't know the answer. <laughs> don't? Yeah. Uh. But yeah, that was, a, that was a, a weird... Like, you can cover it up with something. Like, you could do the blue dot. You mm-hmm. could do that instead. But you can't do mosaic filter. That's interesting. So the, the, you have to like change it for just specifically Japan to use a blue dot or something. Uh, we had to change it. I think I don't think we have like region specific code for particle effects. So we had to change it across the board. Like, thanks Japan. Th- thanks Japan. Um, thanks for your like weird lewdness. Like 
So that means The Sims is an adults-only game in Japan. Well, that makes me wonder, like, what what do The Sims show when they're taking a shower? Maybe they just like, show, I hadn't thought may, about maybe it they just show like before. their weird like bare Kindle genitals, and that's better somehow in Japan. Probably it probably is better because then they seem more like robots at that point. <laughs> it's like oh, it's just like my girlfriend. <laughs> Yes. God. Oh, I want to segue to something else. <laughs> yeah, you, you you've kind of gone to a dark place here. We need to yeah. back out somewhere. <laughs> Pull up. How do we get out of this? <laughs> um, speaking of speaking of bad ideas for things our last podcast was lost to the ether we only had why was it lost this time how many we i have like more lost episodes than published at this point i'm serious we ha- okay so we've lost three two of them because they stopped at the like 46 minute mark and i don't know what it is about this little recorder thingy but it's done that twice now and i have no idea why i keep looking at this i keep looking at it to make sure that it's actually recording right now because I, it, we're at 45, 30. So any minute now, we could just, it could just be gone. Like, but, so I have like that, I have 46 minutes of our last recording that we did like two weeks ago. But that's it. It cuts off with you talking about, like finishing talking about Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons or whatever. So all of the discussion we had from that point about me trying to talk about the PS4.5, the Neo thing, and then that getting turned into like a weird VR discussion and then, then trying to talk about the Nintendo NX and then also like veering off into VR, I think it did. But both of those things are lost to, to, to time and space. So anyway, I wanted to bring up the PS4 <laughs> Neo thing again because we didn't actually get that recorded. Okay, now double check. It's still, yeah, it's still going. It's okay. still going. So are we at 4601? We're at 4622, so we're still good. Okay. But I'm going to keep my eye on this. <laughs> because apparently this thing hates to record VR discussions. Look, I'm with it because I, our discussions about VR end up getting, I don't know, I feel pretty dull. But <laughs> Okay, not nearly as interesting as our Japanese girlfriend talks. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so <laughs> Sony, uh, Sony is making a thing called the PlayStation Neo which we made some excellent uh, Matrix reference jokes in the last one um, that are also lost. But this is going to be some sort of like hardware upgrade to the PlayStation 4 that will be able to play PlayStation 4 games as well as play newer games, like games after a certain, after I think October of this year going forward will have to have what they call a Neo mode. <laughs> okay. That they that they run it. And the Neo mode, from what I can see, or from what I can tell in the reports, uh, the only things that differentiate it from, like, the regular mode is that it has to play, like, native 1080p, like, none of this 900p upscaled or, uh, you know, cropped, uh, like, narrower uh aspect ratio cropped like fake 1080 stuff that like the order 1886 did 
or like Killzone multiplayer does where it upscales stuff to 1080p. I thought you were going to say something even crazier, like it had to be 4K or something. No, no, no. The 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 it will it will actually be able to uh, output 4K video. So like uh, 4K Blu-ray that is like finally rolling out and the 4K content that's on Netflix, uh, which there's like two shows like Daredevil and something else, I think. Uh, you can actually output that to 4K televisions, right? Because so, right now the PS4 can't do that. So that does that mean I'll finally be able to get the Fifth Element 4K video? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. So it's like the one. It's like always. It's like the like super bit DVD that I'm aware of. I don't remember any other movie being made into super bit. I don't even know what super bit is. It was like the DVD that's just like. Somehow supposed to be magically like higher resolution, like they use the full DVD for more more pixels or some crap. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, but it's like there's no like uh, there's no previews and it's no special features. It yeah, is just like no, entire... like it's just it's just the movie, but it's somehow supposed to be like a better picture or something. Like sure, yeah. And then and then Blu-ray came out and it was like uh... it was like yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so it, so it supports output to, to 4K televisions, but the standard is, uh, like, the Neo mode stuff is 1080p and uh, equivalent or better frame rate. But those are the only two regulations, right? Like, okay, because I was afraid, like, when you said that, like, everything going forward is like, well, PS4 is dead now because... They're going to have some new crazy rules or something, but that seems like pretty minimal as far as yeah. That's that as seems far as pretty requirements go like for Neo mode. Yeah, for something as fancy sounding as Neo mode, I thought I mean, you had to put a be able to strap a headset to your face and inject your brain into a computer. Yeah, so I don't know what exactly outside of being able to run like their Sony, you know. Uh, PlayStation VR stuff like better without maybe the breakout box thing that they've currently got. I don't know what advantage this thing is going to have. Like, I don't know what's going to be worth it because from a development perspective, it's like, why would I, why would I add a bunch of bells and whistles to a Neo mode that I then have to scale back because it still has to run on the original PlayStation four. Like it still has to run on the PS4 normal and then Neo mode just seems like, well, will the resolution bump? And will the bump in resolution, like, make it so I can't really add anything? Or, like, what? Like, I don't know. It just seems really odd. It seems like an odd thing. And I don't know who that, I don't know who the market is for that, other than people who have yet to buy a PS4. You know, I don't know. I mean, PlayStation's always been kind of. And maybe it's just because it's Sony, but they've always been a lot more proud of like their tech, like their hardware than their software. I know that makes sense. You know what I'm talking about? Like they're more they think that they're the box that they sell you is more impressive than the games they sell on it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like that's I mean, it's pretty clear, like from their like their campaigns and stuff when they like announce things too, like the way they show it. it's like, yeah, I mean, when they, when they, you know, announced the PS3, they were like, 
here's this entire like media center kind of thing and it's got internet and all this other crap and it's like mm-hmm. shut up what are the games that are going to be on this because that's what this is everything else is dead to me i don't care yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah i think that's true because that they've definitely tried to position it as like a like an like a home entertainment sort of box like Right. This thing plays your movies. This thing plays your Netflix. This thing plays your games. Um, but nobody gives a crap about anything except for what are the games that are on it. I mean, because yeah, people that don't care about games are not going to buy a PS4. They're just going to get a Blu-ray player or just get like this tiny little box that's the size of a matchbox that they can get, you know, Netflix and everything on. Yeah. Like why buy a $600 or a $400 thing? I can buy a $35 thing and get all of the like streaming service stuff that I wanted. Or it's just on my TV natively now. Right? Oh, like, yeah, I guess those things. I've got a TV with that junk on it and it sucks. Like it, it's all terrible, but <laughs> the apps uh, are not good. The It's just very slow. Uh, and like, okay, so I'm kind of a, I guess I'm kind of a snob because like I can't I tried running the Netflix stuff on my TV and it won't output five one. Yes, I'm su- surprised, surprised you're a sound snob. But yeah, I so yeah, I end up using my uh, ended up using my PS4 for that stuff. And right. I mean, given that you just had an anecdote about. How excited you were that you got a two hundred dollar set of headphones for eighty dollars. You are clearly an audio snob. Yeah. I think I paid twenty dollars for mine and I've used the same set for like six years. Yeah. I yeah. I'm wearing like headphones I got for like seventy dollars. Like <laughs> And also the reason that I chose the ones that I've got is because the cable is really, really long and because they're those foam kind they they have like the fabric kind uh-huh. and not like the pleather ones that like that dissolve and leave black spots all over your ears. And then also because I they they kind of have like vents on them and I can hear like the outside world while I still got headphones on. Yeah. So I'd say two out of three of those things are true for the headphones I just got. <laughs> So really long cord? No, they've got the fabric ear cups and they're like an open ear kind of design. Mm -hmm. Because these headphones, like if I'm listening to anything, it's like the the outside world is dead to me. Mm -hmm. But also it kind of feels like. And I didn't even realize this at the time, but like I kind of a B'd the two headphones uh, for like the same piece of music. And uh these headphones sounded like way more muffled. Like there was like the high frequency content, like just didn't get through as well in, in these headphones as the other ones. And I'm not sure if that's because they are kind of like a closed headset sort of thing or what, but I don't know, but I was definitely like, okay, yeah, there is a real like clarity difference in between these two things. I'm it's not just like marketing mumbo jumbo. (laughs) not a monster cable yeah okay now i w- i will say that i am 
a keyboard snob because I have to have a keyboard that has LED numbers and letters on it because I do not and probably never will permanently learn like where every character on a keyboard is. And so if I have the lights off, I have to be able to see like where the K is. Mm -hmm. Otherwise I will not find it. Now, but you're not the kind of keyboard snob that like knows the manufacturer of your mechanical keyboard switches, right? Did you even know that that I know those words, but that uh, combination of them meant nothing to me. (laughs) Okay. Okay. There's a degree of person that will buy mechanical keyboards or buy a specific kind of mechanical keyboard and then like swap out the thing that like actually like the the thing like the spring and everything that uh, uh, manages like how much click and how uh, much pressure is required to like push a key down like they know the specifications for like those switches and like who makes the good ones so i imagine hell for these people is like they have to use a keyboard that's like that one that's like just a light beam that's projected onto a table. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's like that's in that's kind of my nightmare because <laughs> I, I have a hard enough time moving from like a laptop keyboard like or moving to a laptop keyboard. And specifically those like um Mac uh chiclet keyboards where the the keys are only like like millimeters above the actual surface right mac mac really i'm pretty sure just like apple despises haptic feedback yeah i I think they just can't stand they can't stand it like because they love that they're like all of their like tablet devices like just have a keyboard that's like on the screen like they were the inventors of the you can't feel the keys anymore when you're typing on your phone Mm-hmm. You know, and like, yeah, exactly. Like their keyboard is like total crap. There's like no push to any of the keys. Yeah. And then they've got those like weird like mice tablet things that like you just kind of like move your hand around and like various gestures to like move the mouse and click and stuff. And it's yeah. just, like one like just flat panel with like no no feedback at all about like whether or not you're touching stuff right and no information about how to touch it right. No, they they've taken all like of the my earth. God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Go on, continue your rant. <laughs> like as soon as you said that, my brain immediately flashed to like like a weird featureless anime body, uh-huh. like because that's the thing that popped in my mind uh, with the Sims comment. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh. Um, my brain doesn't have a mosaic filter. <laughs> Unfortunately. So, um, yeah, like they've replaced, they've taken all of the frustration of a laptop trackpad and made it a PC accessory. <clears throat> and it's like, that, that seems like the worst thing ever. And then, and yet I know people who like go out of their way to buy those things. And I'm like, that's like the, that's the worst mouse Right. Because That's, it's not a mouse. It's like it's like an iteration of the trackball, you know. And like yeah. I thought the trackball was bad enough, but here you go. Yeah, and I'm also apparently like a totally crazy person because I really hate just the like the flat, 
pad thing like on on laptops like for the mouse you i like really hate that flat thing i love the nub yes the little the little nub because that like there's some there's some touch and movement there yeah to it i don't i'm not just like like sliding my hand across like a flat plastic surface until something happens that i want yeah yeah uh, and and yeah it's but also the trackpad like every computer manufacturer puts the trackpad like underneath the space bar and that's exactly where my wrist goes and so i'm always like moving the mouse with my wrist and like highlighting things as i'm typing it and so it like delete sentences as i'm typing <laughs> uh-huh. or you or you click like the the right click and now you're like just trapped in this weird mode yeah yeah it's like yeah. no don't paste Ugh. yeah so i have to like do like a weird like like i'm play, <laughs> like, playing the piano <laughs> like to hover my wrists above and like dangle my fingers down onto the keyboard to, to type these things because I, I can't rest my wrist i can't let my wrist down like that's uh it's uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I can't. are you also a fan of the nub then? Uh, I remember not being as annoyed with the nub as most people. <laughs> but Fair I enough. would I would rather just have one of those tiny mice, one of those itty bitty mice. Well, yeah, but that's not stapled into the keyboard. Yeah. Yes, a mouse. Everybody would rather have a mouse. <laughs> Every. Well, or would they? <laughs> well, okay, except for those crazy people that have that stupid Apple thing. But... Yeah, the the Apple obsession people, like they they are are out. Uh, they're not down with mice anymore. Yeah, um, because then they can't do their gestures, right? Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's just like the joy of like knowing a secret interface code that you have to be like a super obnoxious Apple fan to enjoy to like to like yeah. understand. It's like. It's like if you were like, it's like trying to watch Friends starting with season five. Like you'll just totally hate it because everybody else has seen it and they know all. of. And it's like at that point, that show just degraded to entirely inside jokes. And if you hadn't watched the show from the beginning, you have no idea what's going on and nothing is funny. Incidentally, I never watched Friends and I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) But someone tried to get me to watch it and I told them why I hated it. And then we watched an episode, and it was literally nothing but inf- insider, like, self-referential jokes. You just, like, slowly turned to them, like... Yeah, like and it was, making, like... Making, like, a very judgy face. Yeah, no, I was, like... It was it was worse than that. I think I literally stabbed them to death with my eyes. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, it was... And, and I think it was, like, an, an episode where it was, like, specifically about... That like was like not exactly a clip show episode, but like kind of in that vein. It was like even more exaggerated, like about like previous stuff that had happened. Oh like, wow! Like it was like a, like an over the top callback show. Yeah, it was like a very specifically that kind of a show, and and yeah, and and I was just like, I was like this because I told them like literally I don't want to watch the show because of that, and they're like, no, just give it a chance. We'll just watch this one episode, and that was what it was, and and they like died in front of me because of like. How right I was. <laughs> I've never, I've never seen somebody die from being like, from being completely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but that does sound appealing. <laughs> right. It was, it was extremely satisfying and extremely frustrating at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> 
you couldn't quite revel in it because you did have to sit through it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's look at... Oh, I do have some news. I do have... Um, I do have some new stuff that was on that's on here from before or from that we didn't get to. OK, um, so there was a Kickstarter. There was a Kickstarter. Now there's not a Kickstarter. OK, because they canceled it. So uh, the I think that, yeah, the the title of the Kickstarter was Romero and Carmack are making a first person shooter, right? Uh huh. Now, the secret there is it's yes, it is John Romero. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's not John Carmack. It's his brother, (laughs) Sean Carmack. (laughs) Uh, it's, uh, Adrian Carmack. Anyway. Yeah. They made a Kickstarter and then canceled that Kickstarter and, uh, saying that they, uh, wanted to make a, uh, a, uh, what do they call it? They wanted to make a, some kind of, demo um yeah they wanted to make a demo uh before before so does that so if a kickstarter gets canceled like that do do people just get their money back or what happens yeah yeah okay um if well even and and if uh if uh if the kickstarter doesn't get funded then the people also get their money back okay um it's only if the kickstarter gets funded that people can get swindled. <laughs> right. So Which is which is why they always So so they waited so they're going to make a they're going to make a demo so that they can really overpromise to get it funded and swindle people. Uh yeah. Okay. Uh that's not what it says in the interview but yes. <laughs> <laughs> you just you're reading between the lines. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um so yeah, they're they're making a they're making a first person shooter and um I, I took a look at the Kickstarter and took a look at some of the the um, the uh, art and stuff that they had, like the concept art, and it looked like um, so it looked like they had a, an image of like the imp from Doom, and but they also were like, also it could be on a pirate ship, or also it could be in space and it was it was it felt like like <laughs> look we've uh oh yeah uh and uh also a like western ghost town like that's another one <laughs> so 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 they were like very non specific about the setting of the game well it was all of these are the setting of the game also you play as uh you play as this guy yeah, you play as this guy who looks like so like a space marine. Dude McGuy. Like this is the most like just such a generic like white guy. Like he almost looks like uh And is his gun a hologram? Uh that's what it looks like. His gun's a hologram. Also, he's got a phone on his on his forearm or something there. How is that in a Wild West ghost town setting? Are well, you a time traveler? You know. Are you like a some kind of like a Super violent Doctor Who that just travels through time and space shooting imps. Uh, you're in a you're in some kind of oh I think what is it? Uh, you're in a simulation. That's what it is. Oh, that's even less interesting. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, and the way that they, um, the way that they, teased... actually, ta- violent, violent time and space Doctor Who might be fun. That sounds like that could be a video game. But... Violent time and space Doctor Who. Yeah, just like a super violent like Doctor Who, where you travel through time and space, like violently solving problems rather than non-violently. Because <laughs> Doctor Who tends to depend on his like wit and cleverness to like. Get himself out of situations. And this guy would just kill everything in his way. Does he? I, I've i only seen a couple episodes of that show. And actually, both episodes of that show... Okay, fine. He uses insulting the female on the show to solve problems. But whatever. It's basically the same thing. Yeah, okay. I mean, I guess that's wit. If you're British or something. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I really don't... And I'm glad Phil's not here for this. Because I really don't understand Doctor Who or the appeal... And I've never been able to get a straight answer out of him as to why he likes the show or really from anybody who likes the show. <laughs> like, I'll be like, what's why is that? a Why? Why is it an appealing show? Because it seems like. It's like. It's just bad, but not bad. And like. It seems bad in kind of a Sharknado way where it's sort of like, ah, we know it's bad, but this is kind of it. And but not in like a I don't know. I can't answer that question for you because I also do not like Doctor Who. So, yeah, but also. So anyway, the two episodes of Doctor Who that I've seen. Very little doctor. Doctor, very little doctor. Yeah, very little doctor. Uh, I have no idea. Also, I would like that to be a show. I would like a show called Very Little Doctor. Is it about somebody who's like a really miniature doctor? Yeah, he's like super tiny. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he's like super tiny, like he can fit inside you tiny. Like he's like the Fantastic Voyage or what What was that one? Fantastic. Uh, Fantastic Voyage. Yeah. yeah. Or so he, or inner space. He's so he's so tiny. He can just Fantastic Voyage. Like I'll get in there with a toothbrush and clean out your arteries. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he's that small or if he's like tiny little super guy small where he can like fit on the side of a cup kind of fit on the side of a cup. You know, he was the cup. He was the cup. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly how how small I want to get that guy. But because I think if he was even that small, like if you could fit him in the palm of your hand, he could still like get up in you, mm-hmm. you know. Also, how did none of the PBS fundraisers ever give you like a set of tiny little super guy cups as like one of the donation things? It was like, here's the tote bag and all this other crap. But like, seriously, that would have been great. Like a set of glassware of like the tiny. All, oh yeah, like in every different like frame. Yeah, of like this, all of his different poses. Yeah. No, well, because then people could like boot like tiny little super guy fanfic stuff on the internet. <laughs> you know, and then you've got like all this weird like you know cross fiction with him and like other cups or something. I feel like anybody with a printer and access to like plastic cups could have done that anyway. Yeah, probably. But well, anyway, yeah, that would have been a good thing. But I, I don't know that they didn't. Like, when was the last time you funded a PBS fundraiser? The answer or is watched never. one? Yeah. Yeah, like, it's never. That's probably true. You've never done it. So I'll, you don't even know what they give you. Right, but I'll, I'm just, I'm going to check eBay now for Tiny Little Super Guy cup sets, though. and Just to make sure that you're so wrong that you die in front of me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Tiny Doctor. What was I talking about? Why were we on Tiny Doctor? Uh, Because... You said very little doctor about the lack of Doctor Who apparently in the. Oh doctor yeah, there was very little doctor. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what the name of the show was. Very little doctor. <laughs> it's very descriptive. <laughs> um, 
uh yeah like they were both like in one of the episodes uh he just kind of shows up at the last minute and in the other episode he's just on like a vhs tape that's playing in the background or something and yeah but these are like one of those the, the latter of those two was one that was highly recommended as like oh you must watch this this is one of the the pinnacle of this of this series of Doctor Who. And, and so I watch it and I'm like, wow, right? That was lame. <laughs> but also like it was like a horror episode or whatever. And is it Blink? Yeah. Okay, I never watched it, but I've just heard of that one. I I, I have people around me that are such big Who fans, I know of the episode, but I refuse to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, because like chances are you've seen like the statues or whatever in like on Facebook or whatever. And it's like, oh, this is an episode about like the boo ghosts from Mario. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh That's that's what these statues are. They're boos. So, uh, okay, But I guess people. Other people get scared by things in TV shows. Right. And so. I don't know if the appeal of that episode hinges on you actually finding that interesting or, or like, like, or scary that you're capable of being scared by a television program. Yeah. But, but if those two things are the case, then, okay, that's a bad episode for me to like, for you to try to get me on is that one. But yeah, from what I've heard from another person who also doesn't get the show, but has watched a lot more of it. It's like the appeal of the show to them seems to be that maybe just a lot of people have bad taste in things. So I, I don't know. <laughs> they, so people like Dr. Who the same reason that people like keeping up with the Kardashians. Is that what? Oh, I was, about, I thought you were going to go people who like Dr. Who also like Dr. Pepper or something. And it's like, yeah, yeah I we've could, alienated I, Dr. Who fans and Dr. Pepper fans now. Oh no. <laughs> I don't think anybody cares that we don't like a show. Uh, well, I guess. Yeah. All right. That's that's really presumptuous. But also nobody listens to this show. That's true. So it's fine. I think the only there's like one or two Doctor Who fans who have ever listened to this show. Well, one of them's on the show. Well, yeah. Um, uh, But anyway, but they but they already know that we don't like that show. So it doesn't matter. Right. Also, since since we're talking about shows that we don't like and alienating people. Did you ever like Battlestar Galactica, the series? Like the new the, one? The new one? Yeah. Uh, I liked some of it. I did not. I could not get into it. I. It was seriously like made me literally fall asleep when I tried to watch it. And then again, you were talking about like the quintessential like episode ever. I think it was called 30 or 38 or something. It was the one where they like they had to like jump to warp factor or something every so many minutes. Uh, so, okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I kind of remember that one. And that was the one I was like, because I was trying to say, like, I tried to watch this and it's so boring. I don't like it. And they're like, oh, you can watch. It. And because I started to describe the episode that I thought was so boring that I fell asleep during. And they're, <laughs> like, they're like, no, that's like the best one. That was so good. And I'm like, oh, if that's the good one, then I'm really going to hate this. And I just stopped <laughs> crying at that point. Yeah. It, again, it's the same no, thing. I, like, like, I get it. Like, I get I can totally understand why you wouldn't like that show, because there's like. The best, the best episodes of that show are like when they're to me like when there's a lot of like space fighting and stuff, and those seem to be like end caps for the season, and then there's like a huge just 
you know, 20 episode slump in the middle where it's like, oh boy, like this is, this has become a slog. This it's, is like personal drama. It's way too like, soap opera in space. Yeah. Yeah. It's a like, space opera. Exactly. No, but it's not the fun kind of space opera. That's true. Like it's not like Star Wars. Yeah. It's like personal people problems or politics. And like both of those are super boring to me. Right. But, so it's more like the like episode one of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Because they have a whole thing about like uh, their like quorum and having a president and all that. Uh, I fell asleep like, when you said quorum. Yeah. Like that's a big deal for a lot of that. And uh, yeah, but the the cool stuff is like. Uh, the cool stuff to me was like the space battle stuff and that there kind of just wasn't a whole lot of that. There was some stuff and, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't, uh, I don't begrudge anybody who says that they couldn't get through that show because I was watching it with a friend of mine and like, we kind of got through the whole thing, but um, it's just, there were definitely like, it was kind of hit or miss with me. I did yeah. like the music though. Yeah. Although I didn't really like, I did. Did you get far enough in that you heard the Jimi Hendrix cover? No, I think I, again, I think I fell asleep through three episodes and then I was done. Okay. Yeah. There's a Jimi Hendrix cover in there that, um, spoilers is like the key to like uncovering who the secret Cylons are in the show because they, unlike everyone else refuse to rock out to the song. No, they're the only ones that can hear this song. Okay. <laughs> And like, I don't remember exactly, but yeah, there's a weird like pseudo spirituality thing that kind of crops up here and there throughout that. And then, yeah, it's just bizarre. And then they kind of like pick up and drop things. uh, And like, yeah, there's there's a lot of plot stuff that doesn't really go anywhere. A lot of plot stuff they just kind of like forget about. But that's kind of any show these days that lasts for more than a couple seasons (laughs) is the writers who are on like developing the initial plot line, either get bored or it doesn't test well or are replaced with other writers. And so, and so then it it just devolves into family guy style jokes. Well, it just kind of like gets taken in like whatever direction season to season without any real like continuity or like resolving things or like, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's how you end up with like a lost or a heroes or a fringe, like those kinds of shows. <laughs> but um, yeah, I did manage to make it through all our fringe. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Like I did, but I felt like I had like put too much time into it to stop where like I had <laughs> uh, to see, it's like why I finished lost and heroes. It's like, I have to see what's going to happen I th- here. I think that's probably what it was for me. Also, I think it was, I didn't see it until it was on Netflix. And so I could kind of just watch them all during lunch and it was really easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's, that's probably a big part of it. But like that's, that show is exactly what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, that one got really crazy at the end, but I actually kind of thought that was sort of neat when it got like, now they're magically in the future and everything is totally messed up and weird. Like, that part was actually a lot more interesting than kind of some of the other like early on stuff was like the last season. Yeah. I thought the last season was just like out of left field and like made no sense compared to any of the stuff in the other seasons. Um, Like it, 
it was just kind of weird and off-putting in that way. Well, just like, well, it was kind of just the big reveal that all the magic science came from like an alternate dimension. Is that what's the problem? Well, it was, it was all of the magic science came from a future where magic science existed already. And then they just ter- <laughs> like teleported it back in time. You know, I wasn't sure. I was. I didn't think that was exactly how. Yeah, like all of the what was it? What are they called? The outside, the watch, the bald men. All the bald men were from the future, and they had sent people back in time, uh, and like technology back in time to like try to figure out like or try to stop them screwing up the past or something or the future. I don't know. Like, oh yeah, that part. Yeah, that was totally different. Maybe I'm thinking of like just the alternate dimension season which one i don't know now that was another thing that i hated about that show in season one they're like there's an infinite number of universes season two there's universe a and there's universe b <laughs> that one that one i like and then that season one. three hey universe a and universe b are kind of conjoined twins now also we kind of erased every other season before this one when this thing happened now we must defeat the bald Superman. Yeah. Like, that show... Like, uh, I don't know. That show jumped the shark, but the shark was in an alternate dimension. Like... <laughs> yes. It was... It was, oh, it was a mess. Um, but, yeah. Um, if you'd like to tell us how... Um, wrong we are about Doctor Who being the worst, uh, the worst show. <laughs> I didn't say it was the worst show. I it's it's not the like worst it. show. It's definitely not a good show, but it's it's certainly not the worst show. Um, I don't know what that. I don't know what show that title belongs to at this point. I can't even begin to imagine. I can't. Yeah, I I I don't think I've seen it. I don't think I've seen or heard of what the worst show could be in today's like. Today's world. And it's probably not even a reality TV show, although I would want it to be, because to some extent, those have points in them that are interesting. Like, I imagine the absolute worst show would be one that is just completely boring. Or obnoxious. Which would you rather, which would you think would be worse, though? Like, do you think, do you think just a, just like a, a straight up boring show is the worst or do you think one that is like like actively like offensive to watch is the worst show and i don't mean offensive like 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 porn. like porn like, we're, not, or we're, not, like, we're not talking about or like, like racism or something i mean like oh like in every sense of of my being like like every fiber that exists like the like everything about this is like just irritating or stupid or like that kind of thing like, which would be worse? I don't know. Probably whichever one is harder to sleep through, so probably the offensive one. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. I think there's one of those out there. I think there has to be. Yeah, and maybe that is a reality TV show. I never watched Jersey Shore, so I can't be sure. Right. I saw a YouTube video yesterday uh, <laughs> where somebody had taken, I think, another YouTube video where it was just a bunch of, like, uh, it was like a panel show. Think of like The View, but teenage girls, and they were talking about their favorite hashtags that they use. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay, we we might be verging on like the worst show ever here with this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but the reason, the reason uh, that I clicked through was because they had like pitched all the voices down, <laughs> and that made it more interesting. Yeah, it did. Okay. <laughs> no, I think a worse version. But then they also did like these weird like zooms and like and stuff on them on their faces, like as they were saying things, <laughs> and so it was like. My favorite hashtag is sorry, not sorry. And like, I was cracking up. <laughs> it reminded me of that, like, uh, I want pizza. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. Oh, man. It's like a Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, like, pizza maker uh, commercial. But they, like, slowed it down by, like, a quarter speed or something. So it's like Mary Kate naturally singing like, I want pizza. P-I-Z-Z-A. I want pizza. It was so great. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I'll show you after that. After okay, I'm sure you will. Or maybe I'll, t- that's how I'll end this at this episode. That's I'll, I'll end cap it with that song. Okay. Fantastic. So yeah, the yeah teenage girls talking about their favorite hashtag, that might be the worst. Now even was, worse, yeah, I think okay. you can make it worse. All right, um, is if it was closed captioned in emoji. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be terrible. But yeah, the my favorite. Like I scroll down to the YouTube comments, which it's that's. Usually a bad idea, but when I scrolled down, like, the first YouTube comment was like, there is no God, or something like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's... Yep. Alright, well, uh, we've gone almost about an hour and a half. So and it's still like... recording? And it's, to my knowledge, it's still recording. Fantastic. Like, everything about what's shown here on screen looks like it's still recording. So, yeah. Well, all right then. I think we've we've concluded that there is no God. That's a satisfying <laughs> end, probably for the, for oh, the podcast. I don't like that. Um, <laughs> you don't like that. It's a little bit of a depressing note to end on with the with the hashtag videos. Let's. Uh... <laughs> now remember, there is a shadow of hope, and it's literally like right over there in that room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is really disturbing. That's yes. like really a disturbing thing. I am I am in a new house. We will call it the farm. Yeah. We and are there, recording this at this at this new location. And there's bugs like flying around all over in here right now. Yeah. This is what you get for living on a farm. Yeah, there's bugs. I had to drive out so far to get here that I I like I thought Google Maps was lying to me. Like I thought it was full of crap saying it was this far out. And I, I was pretty sure I was going to find myself like just in an empty field. And that this is like, yeah, this is where this location is. This is the address. It's this. It's Cornfield. And, oh, but no, <laughs> I'm out here. Yes. Yeah. And yes, and the and the old lady that, the nice old lady that we bought this house from was clearly very religious and had lots of, lots of things hung up on all of the walls and did not clean the walls. Mm-hmm. And so when we took, when we moved in and all of those things were taken down, there's, just vague shadows of 
that stuff remaining on the wall. And we had to clean away all of the crucifix shadows because that was too scary because I knew that I would be haunted and something like some kind of like weird like demon possession movie would happen because of that. Yeah. Um, so obviously that one that had to get resolved. But we left the shadow of hope like literally like there was a, a yeah. hope wood carving, which is directly above the bed where I sleep now is the shadow of hope. Oh, yeah, it's super it's super creepy. But it's kind of hard to get up and clean, so I haven't really dealt with it. Yeah. It's like really high up on the ceiling. Or not on the ceiling, but on the on the wall. <laughs> high up on the ceiling. I would have to clean because that's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Like how did it get up there? <laughs> uh. Also like like yes, if it was on the ceiling that would be really disturbing because that means that like she would like go to sleep every night and have her eyes open and look up at that and be like, hope, and then go to sleep. And it's just, it's a little creepy to think about. Yeah. Um, so should that be the name of the podcast? Shadow of Hope. A Shadow of Hope. Either that or Like My Girlfriend. Like My Girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> which is, <laughs> which is probably too disturbing for you to. Yeah. It's not going to be that. <laughs> Something about mosaics. Yeah. I also liked Very Little Doctor. Very Little Doctor? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that idea. It's so cute. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, like, could could it also be Very Little Doctor as in, like, Doogie Hauser, but, like, five-year-old Doogie Hauser as in Very Little? Five-year-old Doogie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, baby MD. Let's take a look at your heart. I hear an arrhythmia. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> I was just imagining it's like, all white. Somebody call it. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Time of death four thirty. This many. <laughs> Time of death this many. <laughs> this many. <laughs> <laughs> You're a horrible person. <laughs> Tiny doctor, it is. Tiny doctor. Very little doctor. Very little doctor. Very little doctor. <laughs> Yeah!